Hey everybody, Rob here, your friendly neighborhood podcast host. Producer Connor and I are taking a couple weeks off to recuperate from the Christmas season, to enjoy some time with our families, and to prepare some incredible new content for you to enjoy in the new year. But we didn't want to leave you high and dry with nothing to listen to, so we've dug deep down into the vault to bring you a couple of our most popular episodes from 2019. This week, we're bringing back our interview with our friend Jeremy Poland. Jeremy's an incredible photographer, an incredible leader, and an incredible teacher. You're going to get a lot out of our conversation about both the technical aspects of photography, but also how to get yourself in the zone when you're out on a shoot. So without further ado, here is Jeremy. In this episode, we sit down with my good friend and fantastic photographer, Jeremy Poland, to talk about all sorts of great tips for photographers. But the one thing in particular that I think you're going to appreciate are Jeremy's tips for helping you feel comfortable behind the camera while you're shooting. All that and more in today's episode. But first, I'm Rob Lauder. I'm Connor Strickland. And And this this is the Church Church Photographers Photographers Podcast. Podcast. So we are here at that church conference recording live with my buddy, Jeremy Poland. Uh, Jeremy and I have been friends for a while now, uh, just through social media, and we've had some good phone calls about photography and all sorts of cool stuff. And so I'm really excited that we can be here in person and recording this podcast and fist bump and all that other good stuff. So uh, Jeremy, uh, if you don't know him, is the creative director for the 4640 Youth Ministry in Western Colorado, and he's also the lead photographer for his church, uh, Fellowship Church. Um, so I'm stoked to have you. I'm stoked to have this conversation. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Man, Rob, thank you so much. I have been like pumped to like finally nerd out with you. So I'm yeah. glad to be here. And there will be much nerding. So much nerding. Let's get it going. Um, first, man, tell us, uh, tell our listeners about yourself. You know, what's your photography background? What's your ministry background? What do you love to do? What are your weird little quirks? Well, I am 25. I live in Colorado, and I've been on a church staff at some capacity for almost 10 years now, which is wild. Um, <laughs> and so at the same time, I've kind of just like built my photography skills, like taking pictures of my friends is kind of how it started. Like I bought a camera, like one of those soccer mom cameras, you know? Uh, just like take pictures of my friends and just kind of like hang out. And that slowly has evolved into this like high school senior photography gig. Um, Would you crush it? Oh, thank you. Shucks. <laughs> uh, I do that on the side um, alongside church work. I do graphic design and video and photo and um, social media and stage design, all kinds of crazy stuff, as most of you do uh, for your church. And um, so I kind of do both. I've done... It's it's fun because the, the worlds kind of do merge. Yeah, um, you know, when, particularly in the the photography world and the media world, you got You've got to be, you got to have so many skills then. So and it's such a diverse skill set to produce really good content. And one of the things that I appreciate about you is you produce like really solid content. Like your video content is always you know on on point, really well produced, but then engaging and entertaining and draws you in and you want to watch it. Um, another thing that I really appreciate about your content is that you're always um, giving tips and tricks and a, a behind-the-scenes look at like your shoots, particularly within the senior photos. Um, and so included with that is is how to interact with people. Um, one of the things that we've recently released is our State of Church Photography Report. And we asked uh, 128 photographers and team leaders, um, what do you struggle with? What, what are you experiencing? Like, you know, what, what skills do you need to build in order to feel more um, equipped to do your job? 
And one of the things that we, we know from that report and just from personal experience is that can be really uncomfortable for photographers, like particularly photographers with like that photojournalistic documentary style who aren't portrait photographers and interacting with high school seniors all day long. Um, to to capture photos in a church environment, and it's not just like the technical aspect of like lighting and whatnot, but for uh, capturing photos of people and interacting with with people, because you know you're looking at the lens and you're taking photos of you know not still life, not you know landscapes and, and mountains and whatnot. You're taking photos of real people who then interact back with you. And so I would love in this podcast for you to share some of the Jeremy Pullen magic with our listeners. Like, how do you interact with people? Um, tips for, um, you know, uh, in a church environment, uh, you know, when and where to shoot and, and not to shoot. Um, how to you know, interact with people when they see you with a camera. Um, all the way down to, you know, maybe some of the experience that you have with, uh, with the portraiture. Of like, how do you just interact with folks on a like in a headshot setting or something like that? So, man, love to hear your wisdom and input there. What you got for us? Oh man, well, I think most importantly, um, whether you're on a church staff or a volunteer position or whatever you're doing, um, I think most importantly, we should make people feel special. Um, that works for uh, a portrait session. That works for when you show up, you know, an event at your church and there's a group of people and you want them to feel special. Um, we're the forefront of the church. Um, you know, you may be the first person they see when they get on property because you're taking a picture of them in the parking lot. Um, and so that's really important to me. That's kind of my why behind my portrait work is just making people feel like a million bucks is like, it just floats my goats, man. It just like makes me feel so special. And um, that's kind of like, I think the best thing we can do. Mm-hmm. What are some practical ways that you can do that? Maybe in a church setting, like you're you're in the lobby and you, you've you've got the highly visible volunteers. You've got your first time guest, you know, greeters and and whatnot. Um, but then you're the photographer. How can you contribute to that that special feeling or that feeling of like you're welcome here, you're part of the family? I I do not stop smiling on Sunday. It hurts my face <laughs> towards the end of the day. <laughs> um, that's really important. Um, because a smile is so essential, I think, just to make people feel welcome. Um, and if your volunteers are not doing that, that's not good. Mm. They should be smiling. Yeah, no matter what volunteer team you're on. If, you know, yeah. We, we say the sermon starts in the parking lot. Absolutely. And so, like, your, your parking team, your, your uh, first-time guests, down to your production team, and, and even your photographers, um, you're there representing the church, mm-hmm. and you're there interacting with guests. So, yeah, like, I find that... Um, a lot of photographers that I talk to, it's like, you know, what happens when I'm there in the lobby and I'm taking a photo and I'm, you know, maybe using my long lens and I'm shooting from across the lobby and then, like, somebody turns and they notice me. It's like deer in the headlights. And the first thing that I do is like, you know, it's like, okay, this is my mental note. Now we're engaged as two individuals and we're starting a conversation with, like, our eyeballs and our facial expressions. Um, and so it's like... Uh, that smile I feel is like really diffusing. It's like, it's not like, Oh, Hey, creepy guy with a camera. It's uh, cause I'm like, a, I'm a really big dude, <laughs> right? Like I'm not like some of our photographers are like young ladies who are like, you know, cute and bubbly and, and really effervescent and interacting with people. I'm like this, you know, this big intimidating guy. So I've got to absolutely like first thing, make eye contact, diffuse and be like, Hey, I'm here and I see you and you see me. And this is good. Like, now let's work together on a, a photo. That is essential. Absolutely. I'd like to add to that, too. Yeah. Be sure you're, anyone that's carrying a big camera or a small camera or any kind of video gear, audio gear, whatever, give them a name tag. Absolutely. 
or a t-shirt that has yep. your church logo that's black. Yeah, yeah, we black uh, t-shirt. We 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 equip our photographers with name tags and say, if you don't have your name tag, you don't shoot. Because yes, otherwise you're it's like, who is this guy, and do they have permission to be here? Right. Um. Cool. So uh, another part of the um, uh, equation is like how do how do we make the people that we're photographing feel comfortable and natural? Um, in like after that moment where we've we've connected and we've smiled and we've diffused that, um, you, a lot of the photos that that we want to capture, like if if we're, if we don't like engage that person and say, hey, this is what we're trying to to accomplish. Um, here's the photo we're trying to get. Can you can you help with this? Um, they don't know what to do and they don't know what we're going for. How can we coach the fo- folks that we're photographing? And this might in- involve like actually walking up to that person in the lobby and saying, hey, can you help me with the photo? How can we do that coaching? And uh, what are some tips that you have for helping people feel comfortable? And, and, and now that now we're talking more of a post photo. Yeah. I mean, again, I, like that smile is essential for sure. Um, and then just walking up to people and, you know, not being <laughs> as, you know, as not intimidating as possible, like you talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just being a goofball is like so helpful. Like, I'll, what does a goofball Jeremy look like? <laughs> like, I'll go up to people and just tell them they look incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, they look amazing today because um, it's Sunday. Like, they got their Sunday best usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so like, I'll always just like make a weird joke or like, you guys look incredible. Let's get a picture real quick. And I like use a lot of hand motions. And I I just literally just did this mm-hmm. on the recording yeah. set. <laughs> Um, uh, well, when when he said he did this, that still doesn't come across for radio. He moved his hands, kind of like he's scooching people together. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'll like, usually people just kind of like get together and like cheesy smile, and then I just say like, no, actually, like get together. It's not weird. Like I'm still doing the like sc- scooching hand yeah. thing on both sides, like as yeah. much as I can. <laughs> like that's essential, just to like, you know, drop the pressure. Like people know that. They they don't like they feel like they don't look good in photos because they haven't had very many good experiences. Yeah, and everything that's going through their head is like, you know, this is uncomfortable. This is weird. I, I don't, I'm I'm like, I'm going to look funny. I'm going to make a weird face. Yeah. And one of the things that I find it helpful, uh, particularly if I'm trying to do like a stage photo like that, is like get them together and then they're like really tense. And it's like, all right, just take a second, shake it out, like, mm. you know, and like w- w- wiggle your arms, like you know, wiggle your body. Yeah, yeah. You know, wiggle your neck a little bit, and it's like you just kind of like everything loosens up and you mm-hmm. just see them relax. And then once you relax, then it's like, okay, now we can capture this photo. I find that um, like when, if I'm doing a portrait session, you'll probably experience this too. Um, or if I'm shooting on a, on a weekend, whatever I capture at the beginning of that session is going to be more for the person to get ready to be photographed than for me to capture photographs. Definitely. And so, um, you know, one thing that I try when I'm doing portraiture is, um, hey, you know, I'm, j- I'm just getting my light ready. I'm just you know, getting my, my camera settings ready. And then there's five minutes of photos that, you know, I'm shooting photos. We're probably just going to throw them straight out. Mm-hmm. But that's five minutes in. Now they're starting to feel comfortable. And now they're starting to be like, okay, well, I'm, I'm being photographed and this isn't weird anymore. And something I do on portrait sessions and in group settings, I do it all the time, is a lot of people like have never been on a professional camera before. They've never been in front of a professional camera before. And so I'll take a shot of them and like immediately my reaction is like, what? You look incredible. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Look at this. And yeah. I legit show them the very first shot. If the, if the very short shot, if the very first shot's really bad, I don't right. show them, but I just tell them they look incredible. Yep. That changes everything. Yep. And if I can show them, it diffuses it because then they're just like, oh wow, that light is actually like, you know, Jeremy mm-hmm. actually knows what he's doing. Right. Like, and then I say, okay, let's get another one real quick. Yep. And then photo number two is 
always awesome. Yeah, that's money. That's uh, uh, I do that all the time as well. And yeah, once people see it, it's like, oh, hey, yeah, you can make me look good. It's not so bad. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk about photo management. Every photography team needs a place to store and share their photos. And when I first started my team at Summit, we tried everything. We tried Dropbox. We tried Google Drive. We looked into galleries like Smug Mug and Pixie Set, but they all had something missing and just something didn't work quite right. That's why we started using Fluoro Photos. Fluoro is a central place for growing photography teams to upload, tag, and share their photos. Uh, with Fluoro Photos, you can put an end to rogue Dropbox links. You can grow your photography team beyond just yourself, and you can make it easy to upload, tag, and search your entire photo library. Our entire photography team can upload their photos directly to Fluoro Photos. They can tag them by location, event, ministry, topic. And when it comes to finding those photos, our entire staff team can search Fluoro Photos and instantly find the photos that they need. For a limited time, Fluoro Photos is offering a free church photography guide to church photographers, podcast listeners. Inside that guide, you'll get a church photography checklist for all the must-have shots for any church event. You'll get camera recommendations that won't break the bank, and you'll find examples of moments that you can capture in your service and so much more. So you can get your copy of this great guide from Fluoro Photos by visiting churchphotoguide.com. Again, that's churchphotoguide.com. Com, churchphotoguide.com to get your copy from our friends at Fluoro Photos. Um, maybe we should have started here, but let's kind of transition to, to say uh, we're shooting in the auditorium now. And it's like during a worship set or during a sermon, um, you know, where obviously you're not going to walk up to somebody and, and while they're worshiping and be like, hey, can you pose for this photo? Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, so, yeah please don't do that. Um, so let's talk about like the opposite side of the spectrum of how to be uh tactful and polite and as inconspicuous as possible in the worship set. And then maybe when it's time, what are some times where you can um, like kind of break that uh, invisibility and you know, dart out for a quick shot. So talk about your experience there. Well, my church has a rule and this is, I don't, I don't know if your church has a rule. A lot of churches have this rule where if you're going to be on the stage with a camera or if you're going to be walking around with your camera, you wear black mm-hmm. and a name tag. Yep. And maybe not if you're running the iMag live camera on stage, like you don't want your name tag to get caught in the cables or anything, but like... Then you're like obviously there officially. Yeah, that camera's big. <laughs> but if you're running around taking pictures, like I, I wear black most every Sunday, except for my like sweet white vans. Like those are super trendy. <laughs> can, you see, uh, can you see them from like a mile away on camera? Yeah, somebody from a mile away is like, what are those? <laughs> do people still do that? Probably not. <laughs> but... Yeah, like wear black, blend in. I walk fairly slowly during a slow song, especially through the worship center, and I don't make eye contact with anyone. Mm-hmm. I look at my camera or the floor, yep. and I like I'll even hide like the screen to my camera, so I'm yep. just dark. I don't like have this bright flashing screen walking around. I'm just dark and like not looking at anybody, which may be kind of creepy, yep. but it's better than like distracting someone from the moment of worship. Yeah, I mean that's probably a good tip for me because like I find that when I'm moving, I'm moving pretty quickly because I want to get it out of people's way, but then that draws sure. attention to myself. True, and it's like if you're in a moment of worship. And this dude's like hustling around. Big dude's running across. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> this guy's gonna tackle me. Oh no! Oh no! Um, I, uh, so my style, I think we, you mentioned that you don't even make eye contact. Not a chance. Um, occasionally, like I intentionally make eye contact. 
Um, and maybe something I need to be aware of and think about, um, you know, I'm thinking I'm acknowledging, yes, I'm here. I'm, you know, I'm in your way and I'm going to be as tactful as I can and get out of your way. But I can see how it could distract people from the moment of worship too. Yeah. I mean, if I'm taking a picture of someone like that's, you know, enjoying worship set, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, and whatever the way your church does, I, if they look at me, I'll definitely like smile, Mm -hmm. you know, for sure. Right. So I'm di- not going to be like, diffusing. yeah, again, like yeah. go back to your diffusing thing. That's essential for sure. But generally like I try to like, <laughs> I mean, I don't like, yeah, I don't make a lot of eye contact. I don't know. It, it seems to help. Yeah. Even during like the, the message, like if I'm up front and then I like have to walk the walk of shame to the yeah, back of yeah. the, you know, that, all the way down the aisle. We don't make eye contact. Oh <laughs> yeah. I never make eye contact. And I do it during like if we, I always wait, like I'll, I'll get my shot in the first couple minutes of yep. the story. Like we can yep. talk about that in a second. Um, I'll get my, I'll get my shot right off the top and then I have to make that walk of shame back. Yep. I always wait for a video clip that he shows or a big mess or mm-hmm. a big scripture slide that comes yep. up that people are looking at the screen, yep. not at me. That way I'm not like distracting during his big important point that he wants people to remember. Yeah. Being aware of the, like the, the rhythm and flow of your service, I think is super important. Yes. Um, also, we mentioned iMag, like, you know, the folks on the stage shooting iMag. Uh, we've got iMag in the back of the house. If you don't know, iMag is image magnification. It's like the, the video That's cameras, what it stands for. I think. Don't quote me on that. I don't know. Um, but it's it's where, like, the, the cameras are projected onto the, the, the stage wall or, you know, behind the stage. Um, one thing that we make sure our photographers know is that that's happening. And watch where the cam- like the currently active camera is. Don't you know? Just jump up in front of a active camera. Wait till the the cut moves, and then you can go. Yeah. Um, you know, take that center aisle while somebody while well, you got a close up on a worship leader or something like that. Um, yeah. One other thing that I, you know, and this is kind of in the into the technical side of shooting, but shoot long. Use use your long lens. Use your seventy to two hundred two eight. Um, so that you're not like having to be right up in, in front of things. Our, our buddy Dave Adamson would say, "Zoom with your feet," um, which is good uh, sometimes, un- unless you're like three feet in front of somebody with your camera in their face. <laughs> so, yeah, they're not going to like that. Yeah, that's where those long lenses come in. Um, you had mentioned some tips for shooting during the message and, and whatnot. So maybe uh, how do how can we be tactful and have good etiquette during that time? Because then it's like you don't have the worship music to cover up your camera shutter. Uh, yeah, this might, might be a plug for mirrorless gear, but I shoot with my DSLR and like, you know, you might've heard during this podcast, some shutter clicks going off. That's our producer and co-host Connor back there taking some behind the scenes photos for us. Uh, but it's not quiet. Like, it's true. It, it makes noise. It's true. So what are some, uh, some tips for shooting during the, the sermon to where you're not completely obnoxious and distracting from the message? Well, what I've found and pretty much any pastor that's listening will probably agree with this. The a very effective way to open your sermon is with a joke or a story or a generally. I mean, most churches that seem to be this way is they'll they'll start with some kind of funny, engaging story, and that is your chance to get the shot because they're up on stage and they're smiling. Mm-hmm. Because I've had pastors tell me, "You got pictures of me, and I'm frowning and looking grouchy on stage." Yeah. And I don't want that. Like that's going up on social media. That is yeah. like a direct reflection of what your church looks like. I want the guy on stage to look happy. And so yeah. the first shot, like the first probably five minutes is really the time that you should be taking that, that message um, photo of your pastor on stage. Mm-hmm. And I always shoot with a lot of empty space on like his left or right or on top. Mm-hmm. And that's called copy space. That's where you can fit um, text or like a yep. sticky statement. Um, 
onto the, the image for social media, which is awesome. Yeah, it's, it's one of the things that we do in our onboarding is we show our photographers every place where their images can be used. And it's like, hey, your photo's going to go on the homepage of the website, and we need the left 50% to be blank because that's where text goes, or social media as well. Um, so as a photographer, knowing where your images will be used will help you capture images that can be uh, you know, shared on, on social and whatnot. And shoot wide, because you don't want to shoot super tight, because yep. if you shoot wide, you can still crop. If you shoot too tight, then you're stuck. Yep. Um, I totally agree with you on the first five or ten minutes thing. Our, uh, knowing your pastor, I think, helps too. Absolutely. And, uh, knowing his flow and, and how he normally introduces things, um, you know, how the rhythm of the sermon normally goes. Um, we always have an anecdote or something like that off the top, you know, maybe some you know, light announcement kind of material. And so I know that, like, it, people aren't invested in uh, scripture at that point. They're not invested in trying to process the message. It's more light, and they're laughing along. And then also during that time, like our pastor preaches from a manuscript, so he's looking down at his notes a lot. Um, not doesn't make for good photos, but when he's telling a story, he, he's doing it from memory 100%. And so he's looking up, he's looking at the audience. That's very um, true. And a lot looser, and, and, and you can get those, those more natural and, and relaxed photos. And if people are laughing, hopefully... Um, that's going to blend out your shutter s- sounds. Yep. Like it's not going to be quite as obnoxious, especially like at the end, if there's like an altar call situation and it's like getting really, you know, down mm-hmm. um, and emotional, like you don't want to have this like shutter sound in the background. Like that's distracting. Yeah. And if you're, if you're of the ilk, your, your church kind of does the altar call or like, you know, every head, head bow, every eyes closed, raise your hand. If you accepted Jesus today, don't take photos during that time. <laughs> Cause then it's raise your hand. Nobody's looking. <laughs> Right, and if you do, yeah, use silent shutter for sure, because that is a great shot, and your right. pastor is going to love to have those hands yep. hands up photos. They make no sense to anyone outside of your church, and you probably don't want to post them on the website. Um, but your yeah. pastor is going to love them, especially in the youth ministry, because then yeah. they see like, hey, this youth ministry is working. We should fund it more. <laughs> right. There you go. There's the uh, the ulterior motive of the marketing department. <laughs> um, so, man, I think this is about all we got time for. I do want to give you a chance to uh, kind of wrap anything up, though. So, any other thoughts just on these topics that we've talked about? Um, interacting with your subject, you know, feeling comfortable behind the camera, and then um, you know, being having good etiquette during the the service. Anything that, that you haven't covered that you just is itching to get out? I think we've covered most of what of that. But one thing I want to mention during worship set, a great way to get that I found a great way to get a photo of a worship uh, musician on stage is pay attention to the lyrics. And if you're getting a close up, especially of someone singing, wait for those those vowel sounds. So if they're singing. Right. An O, it's not going to look <laughs> right. good. But if they're singing an A, yep. it's going to look awesome. Yep. Like their face, you know? Yep. Super subtle. With, with preaching, too. Yes. With, you know, the mouth shape. Absolutely. Makes a big difference. Um, yeah, shoot on hand motions. Um, yeah, so yeah. So it's like they're not just stiff and standing there, um, but not wild hand motions. Um, yeah. Our pastor is really, really expressive in his face. But, so he, but he reads a manuscript, but he's expressive face. Uh, well, I, mostly during like you know sermon, uh, like a story or oh, an sure. illustration or something sure. like that. Um, but he he did, like he, he uses his nose, but then then like you get back up. Uh-huh. But he he's very expressive in his face, and so I know that I need to shoot with my burst shutter and get like fifteen photos in a row, and some of them are going to be really weird, awkward f- faces because he's just so expressive. Um, mm-hmm. Man, who is it? It might be Brady Shearer who says that if you don't if you like pause your video and you don't look awkward, you're probably not expressive enough. Absolutely. So as a photographer, we need to be aware of that and say, hey, you're like, 
if we have a particularly expressive pastor, then you're going to probably have to shoot more, call a lot more heavily to get those natural moments in between phrases or in between uh, like those those expressions that might not look good on photos. Yeah, and you again, you want to make him look happy. Like yeah. you want to illustrate that this is a fun place to be. Like that's half the reason you're taking photos is for the website and for promo yep. to make it look like a fun place to be. Like if yep. he's looking grouchy. Right. That's not going to help you. Yep. Exception being like, you know, moments of worship or something like that. Sure. Where you want to capture those. Um, cool. Well, hey, that's all we got time for. Um, loved having this conversation. Really glad we got to connect and, and spend some time together here at that church conference. Um, w- tell our listeners where they can find you and follow you and get inspiration from the stuff you shoot. Well, I share senior photo uh, photography tips, more, more just portrait photography tips. I don't know. Um, on my Instagram at jerchannel. J-E-R channel. That's where I post a lot of tips um, just on posing and lighting and editing and business. And Yeah, but it's like, you know, like I'm not a senior portrait photographer, but I see your work and I glean stuff to learn to apply to all sorts of different disciplines. So you're creating awesome content. And even if you're not, of, of like that's not your typical subject matter, go follow Jeremy. Read his stuff because it's, you'll, you will learn something with almost every post. Oh, well, shucks. <laughs> Man, thanks so much for being here, and we are going to do this again sometime. Cool. Talk to you soon. Thanks. All right. Hey, Connor, let's talk about what we have going on over at churchphotographers.com. Yeah, Rob, we know how hard it is to be a part of a church photography team. We both serve as photographers at our church. You lead our photography team. So we experience the challenges that leaders and volunteers go through every week. That's right, and that's why we're excited to announce the launch of a brand new resources for church photographers and team leaders, churchphotographers.com. At churchphotographers.com, we're building a vault of free resources that will help you grow as a photographer, and if you are a team lead, lead your team well. Yeah, all this and more can be yours absolutely free, but you do need to be on the list. We don't allow just anybody in here. So, Connor, tell them how they can get access to the goods. Yeah, you can get on our list by joining our online community, Church Photographer Nation. To do that, head over to churchphotographers.com. That's churchphotographers.com. Click the free resources button and sign up today. And then once you're in, you'll have access to all of our goodies, past, present, and future. You'll also be the first to know when new resources are available. And so if you want in, and we think you will, head over to churchphotographers.com, give us your deets, and we'll send you those resources your way. Man, Connor, that was such an awesome conversation. You were here in the room recording Mm -hmm. as we were having that conversation. What were some of your impressions about our talk with Jeremy? Yeah, I think everything that he said was just so real and authentic, Um, especially the fact where he talked a lot about how just to make people feel comfortable in front of the camera. Because it doesn't matter how great a photographer you are and how great your gear is, if the people you're photographing aren't comfortable, if they're not willing to be in front of a camera, then that's going to create a lot of really awkward photos. Absolutely. And even just his point of just, hey, let me just show you the first photo. Let me just talk to you. Oh my gosh, you look so, you look amazing, look awesome. Because like one thing that really stuck out, he was like, a lot of people have had bad experience with photographers mm-hmm. um, or people who say they're photographers and they're not actual and they just have bad experience of them looking on on camera. Yeah. I appreciate that. The Jeremy, like the, the wisdom that he shared mm-hmm. with us, um, shows that he, like, he, he does this every day, not yeah. only in the church, but as his, his side hustle too. Definitely. Um, and so like the tips that he just shared with you listener, 
um, go and, and implement them and, and take them to heart. Yep. Um, that's our show. That's all we got time for. Uh, so if you are so inclined, if you appreciated this content, uh, it would mean a lot to us if you just, one, subscribe, two, go to your favorite um, podcast platform, leave us a review because we're trying to make this thing big. Yep. We're trying to get this out there and that would help a lot. <laughs> All right, Connor, before we go, I want to tell our listeners about our production sponsor, our friends over at Simple Church Co. And I can say uh, genuinely here that they are our friends because, Connor, you are my friend and you are the mastermind behind Simple Church Co. So how about you give them the pitch? Thanks, Rob. Simple Church Co. is on a mission to make church marketing, well, simple. We offer a unique pay-as-you-are-able model, allowing us to work with any church, any size, and most importantly, any budget. You aren't paying for our services. Instead, your, your contribution is helping your brothers and sisters spread the gospel. And that's awesome. I, I so appreciate the work that you're doing to serve the church. Uh, and so if our listeners are interested in working with Simple Church Co., how can they find out more? To learn more about Simple Church Co., please visit simplechurch.co. Once again, that's simplechurch.co. That's simple.